national buzz on the Oakland A's. And what would you ask John Fisher if you could? You are Locked On A's, your daily Oakland A's podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Man, oh man, I don't know that I can recover after uh, the football action today. Whoa. We'll talk about that in just a bit, but uh, baseball, of course, is why we get here every day. My name is Wayne Coy. I'm your host. It's Locked On A's, your team, every day on the Locked On Podcast Network. Hope that uh, you're making us your first listen every day, and if you are, thank you for doing that. Don't forget, we're available wherever podcasts can be found. I mean, literally everywhere, and of course, YouTube, too. So if you're watching rather than listening, that's cool. And don't forget uh, to let us know that you're here, especially if you're an everydayer. You can do that uh, down in the comment section down below here. Love to hear from you. See how you're doing. It's been steaming heaps of audience participation the last couple of days. So we will get into all of that. Things you've had to say, and we'll take your input, of course, and, and share it. Today's episode is brought to you, though, by FanDuel. Well, the playoffs are history. Getting ready for the big game now. And that, of course, is uh, maybe the best time of year to have some fun and really get into the game. And you can do that with FanDuel. $150 in bonus bets. Yours if you're a new customer with a $5 bet. All you got to do is place it. Get over to the website, which is FanDuel.com slash locked on. And you can get started today just in time. Well, um, where did we leave off? I think we were we were talking about John Fisher. Surprise, surprise. No, but I I had posed some questions for the owner of the Oakland Athletics, five of them out of like a hundred that I've got. And at the same time, I said, you know, if you could ask John Fisher a question, what would it be? Gotta love the Twitter verse and Ace Twitter, especially. It's the best. And anybody out there calling it X, okay? I'm not, but if you are, that's cool. Uh, we, we got your responses, and I shared some of those with you uh, last time, uh, but we kind of ran out of time. So I want to get into some more that I thought were just choice uh, of the uh, responses that you gave to that question. Also coming up in just a bit, the national media coverage of your favorite baseball team has now, I think, reached a level it's never seen before as it relates to this whole relocation story. And the one thing I can tell you being boots on the ground in both cities, Oakland and Las Vegas, is that in Southern Nevada, the message is starting to resonate and I'm hearing things that these national hosts are saying repeated on the street. And uh, that kind of changes a lot, but we'll get into that. Right now, though, I did ask you if you could sit down with John Fisher and you could ask him one question, what would it be? Here are some responses. Janet Webb at Janet ET Tennessee says, why won't you sell to somebody in the Bay Area? Yeah, why won't you? Young Orochi says, Vivek and Joe Lacob would like a word with you. A's Truth Teller at A's Truth Teller. Have you no shame? Newto at Newto. 
Oh, sorry, the new toe. Get it right. Does your wiener hurt from the entire fan base? Okay. <laughs> Wish I was an Oscar. Okay. Danny Hausen needs a blimp. Says, will Vegas A's gear be sold at the Gap and Old Navy? It should be. I don't think I've ever seen A's merch, though, sold at either one of those stores. Will those stores even be around in 2028, 2029, whatever year it ends up being, if it ends up being at all? Okay, David Topetti or Tupit, not quite sure if I'm even saying it right, at Galeo Psych. Seriously, what is your ulterior motive? You don't have a love of the game or respect for fans, so what's really going on? It's a good question. Our friend Stu Clary at He Can Foos, we should tell you, Stu's the man. The whole reverse boycott, that was his idea. And of course, he got a lot of help from uh, Last Dive Bar, Oakland 68s, and all of Athletics Nation. But, you know, every great thing, right, starts with a germ of an idea. And it was Stu's. Anyway, <laughs> this is maybe one of my favorite answers, period from, you know, yesterday's episode and today's. Stu says, I saw this yesterday. My reply got me a 12-hour band. I wish I could see it. Hey, Stu, send it to me. DM it. I want to see it. Sour Vanilla at Baker Nicole 31183. Mr. Fisher, do you get off on being hated? How could you do this to such an iconic and legendary franchise? Beck E at Becky Mouse. Were you dropped as a child? <laughs> Ineligible downfield at 89 WLS. I love that radio station, man. Clear channel in Chicago. You could hear it over the entire Midwest. So if you're a WLS guy, John Records, Landecker, Larry Lujak, I salute you. I grew up in the Bay Area. We had KFRC, but... Uh, WLS, WLS, that was the big station. Anyway, uh, ineligible downfield at 89 WLS says, would you sell me the team for 50 bucks? <laughs> Carl, I wonder, are you from Chicago? Ineligible downfield? Can you buy a team there for 50 bucks? Uh, Joe Lutku, oh, I'm sorry, Carl at CJ, C. Jeisman, I guess it is, at C. Jeisman. Hey, Carl, when was the last time you took a cognitive test? It's kind of a buzzword lately, right? Been hearing a lot about those. Joe Lutgu at uh, .ada at Canon Video Guy. Okay, so he's a assistant director, I guess. Why do you look like you just smelled a fart? Come to think of it. Huh. Thanks, Joe. Brandon at Born Free, what would it take for you to sell? Jay Cortez at My Twins Honey, be honest, your plan was never to stay in Oakland, right? Right? No, I don't think it was. I mean, I'm not going to answer the question you're asking, John, but that would be my assumption. And we'll wrap up with a... Another familiar name that you probably know from the Three Dot Lounge, Bruce Jenkins. 
San Francisco Chronicle guy since the 70s, right? Bruce says, do you have any idea that you are one of the most despicable clowns in the history of baseball? Well, do you, punk? Somebody actually loaded the, uh, the Clint Eastwood uh, meme. And there was another one, too, was from Full Metal Jacket. It was uh, David Topetti, who I think we might have skipped his, his answer earlier. Anyway, yeah, David quoting uh, from the movie. And I did say, didn't I, just now I, I said Bruce was last. Sorry. One more. David says, what's your major malfunction, numbnuts? Didn't mommy and daddy show you enough attention as a child? Well, there's a movie scene that might be just perfectly accurate. Had him on my show, by the way. The dude, I mean, well, he was really a drill sergeant, you know, Mr. Ermy. Rest in peace. Okay, coming up in just a second, some of the hottest national media takes on our beloved Oakland Athletics and their possible relocation. Yeah, somebody called me out for saying possible. They said, well, it's, it's happening. I see zero shovels. I think there's way too much up in the air uh, to go as far as to say that it's a done deal. So until it is, I'm going to continue to say possible or potential relocation. And if you don't like it, sorry. Okay, FanDuel, what about them? Well, I was thinking about them earlier because I was watching those football games and after it was all said and done and the Niners won and the Ravens lost and the Chiefs won, I thought, you know, here's how I know that God has a sense of humor, right? I'm an Oakland Raider fan from Oakland. Used to sell peanuts, popcorn, soda, pretzels, whatever, underneath the bleachers, double load every game, Kenny Stabler, Jim Plunkett, on and on and on. Played catch with Daryl LaMonica, which was really cool. And still a Raider fan, even through the transition. A lot of my buddies aren't, but I am. But seriously, here's how you know that the big guy has a sense of humor. Because if you're a Raider fan, who are the two teams that you despise the most? Well, put it this way. If you had to pick one team in your division, who would it be? Chiefs. If you had to pick any team in the other conference, who would it be? Niners, Cross Bay rival. And where are they playing this Super Bowl? That's right, in our stadium, Allegiant Stadium. <sighs> okay. But you know what's going to make it cool? FanDuel. You're going to download that app very quickly. It's easy to use. And once you do, you'll see it's a lot of fun. In fact, it's the most fun you can have with an app like FanDuel. And you certainly can. And right now, we're going to make it uh, extra special for you. $5 bet gets you $150 in bonus bets guaranteed. That's $150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. You get your same game parlays. You get your overs, your unders. Of course, you got the spread. And you know with the big game, you get all of those wacky prop bets. And you can play right along on your FanDuel app. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's where you're going to find the great deal and make your first bet a touchdown while you're at it. That's FanDuel, official partner of the National Football League. Or is the guy who said it today, the National Football League. All right. National media uh, coverage of the A's and their possible. See, I said it again. Move to Las Vegas started off as kind of a whisper, right? 
I mean, you just didn't hear a whole lot about this story on a national basis. Now, you got a couple of guys that are Bay Area based that have done just a wonderful job. And I always want to tip my dirty cap to Casey Pratt from ABC7 and uh, from, I used to say Comcast, but now I say NBC Sports, Bay Area and NBC Sports, California. That'd be Brody Brazil. Who's going to hook a brother up with a little uh, home studio love very soon. Right, Brody? Anyway, they've been doing a great job. I mean, no doubt about it. But the national stuff, well, that's taken a little while to get going. One guy has been on the story since the, pretty much since the beginning is uh, Damon. Damon Amandulera. I can never say his name. Amandulera. There you go. Uh, started off on uh, CBS Radio at the DA show. And that's where he first chimed in about the A's. And what they're going through and specifically his opinion of John Fisher. Now, these days, you're going to find Damon on Sirius XM radio. He's on the Mad Dog Sports Network, but nothing has changed in that regard. He still has a lot to say when it comes to the Oakland A's. The owner of the Oakland A's, John Fisher, actively orchestrated perceived apathy in the market. And the con is that most of the national media believes it, even though this is an artificially created apathy. You see, John Fisher bought the team 20 years ago nearly and never signed a free agent, didn't re-sign his own talent, didn't invest in the stadium. And so people will talk about the eroding, decrepit Oakland Coliseum. Fisher actively sought that. Why would any A's fan, why would any fan in general attend a ballpark, go to a game, pay money to go to a place that's falling down for a team that the owner tried to make bad? Think about that for a second. John Fisher actively sought a last place team the last two years, never looked for an improved stadium experience at the Oakland Coliseum, and then the A's fans are blamed for not showing up. And thus the evidence that they had to move. And I look at a guy like Stephen A. Smith on ESPN who helped break the news and said, I don't know what the problem is in Oakland, but if you've lost three teams, it's your fault. That's the con right there. That's the con. That's the con. Amendolera. There, I said it. Uh, D.A., you can, you can feel the fire, right? And you can check him out daily, of course, the Mad Dog channel on Sirius XM. He's, he's such a talent. Here's another take from DA. Well, we all know the old acronym, WWJD. What would John do? As in John Fisher. And then once you decide what John Fisher would have done, you do the exact opposite. John Fisher, deceptive, antisocial, secretive, unaccomplished, thrifty, disingenuous, manipulative, incompetent. Again, once you decide WWJD, you do a hairpin turn and go exactly the other way. <laughs> the opposite way. I, sorry that got cut off because when he says it, it's just a straight face. The opposite way. Yes, that's what you do. I think trial and error has kind of proven that to be the case. Another person who's been beating the drum for the A's in the story, making sure it's out there in the national uh, headlines and 
coverage on a daily basis is Scott Braun, who's with Foul Territory. And Scott uh, and the crew uh, all had a chance to talk to one of the, I'd say, biggest experts in the game, and that would be ESPN's, uh, well, I think he's on ESPN. Is he on there anymore? MLB Network, I think, mainly now, right? John Heyman. Maybe some players just don't want to be in the Bay Area because John Fisher and the Oakland A's <laughs> suck. They're so annoying, <laughs> and they treat their fan base terribly. They, they tank their team for years. Then they, like, double ticket prices just to say that they're not making money so that they can move to Vegas. So are you sad? What, who do you blame here? I mean, I know they've been very outspoken about trying to get this done for a while, and that is true. Yeah. They've tried to get it done for a while. I just don't know, especially in the last few years, if they've acted nicely or fairly in negotiations and haven't had their eyes set on Vegas the entire time because they get better tax breaks and think that the team's going to triple in value and they can sell it in a few years. Yeah, we really don't know exactly who's to blame here. I mean, to be a little bit fair, and, and, and again, they have done a poor job with that ownership lately. I mean, all the different stories with the cheap food they try to give to the minor leaguers, uh, none of it's been good. That team is the worst in baseball. We've got probably a half dozen really terrible teams they're easily the worst. I mean, no one could debate that at this point. Is it on purpose? You know, I'm not sure. I, they've, they've had a great front office. It's been able to win 90-plus games a bunch of times, but you can't do anything with this payroll and the way things are going right now. So, you know, it's hard to know who's to blame. I'm not writing it off completely yet because my understanding is that a lot of people were trying to hold Las Vegas out for an expansion team. And I'm wondering, does Las Vegas want the A's that badly that they're going to contribute? I mean, obviously, they got the Raiders. They've got the hockey team, which is they're all doing great. I mean, they know they're in line for an expansion team. Do you want a terrible team with a questionable owner coming in? I'm not so, so sure it's a done deal just because they bought the land and they say the land deal is binding. You know, I'm, I'm not going to completely give up hope. But, you know, obviously, Oakland's already lost two teams. It does appear as heading this way, and, and certainly uh, you've got to think that ownership is at least partly to blame based on what's gone on in, in that, uh, with that ownership over the past several years. That's foul territory. They do such a great job. And again, Scott Braun, uh, who was doing the interview there, he especially uh, has taken it upon himself to really stay immersed in the story and continues to share. And there's John Heyman, who was, I don't know where he was. Where was John? Did you see there was like a building behind him with the, yeah, that had like the balconies and stuff. He looks like he's on vacation. Are you on vacation? John and I are the same age and he has way more hair than I do. So I'm a little jelly. I'll, I'll be honest about that. And did you see the couple? There was a nude couple on that balcony behind him. Did you see that? Right now you're pausing this and rewinding it, aren't you? <laughs> There was no new couple. I'm just making that up. All right. Uh, let's talk about same show and another guy who knows his baseball, and that would be Ken Rosenthal. I'll speak to the A situation because yeah. each situation, Eric, is individual. And generally speaking, in a broad sense, MLB lets the owners run their teams. And that's what they do with their franchise. That's just how it is. Now, years ago when Frank McCourt was running the Dodgers into the ground and keeping the team's money for his own private use, MLB stepped in, kind of forced a sale. That hasn't happened with the A's. You can argue that maybe it should have happened, that maybe Manfred, as commissioner, should meddle in that situation. 
What I am asking in my article today is not for him to meddle because it's sort of too late for that. What I'm asking is, why is John Fisher getting this free pass from Major League Baseball? Why is no one questioning everything going on with this team, starting with what's going on on the field? If I'm an owner of another club, that team is an embarrassment to my industry. That is a blight on what we've got going on here, which in this situation, in this season, is a lot of positive things. So that's number one. Number two, and this question was raised in an article in The Athletic by Eno Saris and Steve Berman, who's to say Las Vegas is this unbelievable market for baseball? Now, I know football is there and I know hockey is there. Baseball's different. And is Las Vegas going to be able to support a Major League Baseball team 81 nights a year? And I know tourists will come in, but are they coming in for baseball in the middle of summer? That remains to be seen. So my question, the question I'm raising in this article is why the free pass? Why is John Fisher immune from any criticism internally from MLB, from what I can un- see, what I can understand? Why has Manfred not been harder on him? Why has he been so accommodating? That's the word I used in the story. Why so accommodating to an owner who has not done well with his team, who is one of the lowest payrolls, well, the lowest payroll this season, and a team on 131 lost pace. 131. They're only on track to win 31. Not good. So that's the point that I'm making here. Why are we letting him run amok? Not good. You got to love Ken, and you can, of course, read what Ken is writing. If you uh, get The Athletic, it's certainly worth the subscription. Lots of great writing from sports writers that you know and love, including Ken. And there he is, of course, on foul territory, also fair territory, and really knows his stuff when it comes to baseball, as does uh, this next guy, ESPN's veteran baseball dude, Buster Olney. It does it not feel like this is the movie Major League playing out. Yeah. Uh, almost to a T, you know, it, 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 in terms of what the owner's trying to do, trying to run the franchise into, a, into the ground, I will tell you, you know, because we had that uh, the last Sunday night game in San Francisco, I talked to a lot of people out there about what's going on with the athletics. There's a lot uh, of folks who believe this is all leverage play, that in the end, the A's will wind up making a deal with the city of Oakland because they were so close before to having a ballpark deal. I don't know if that's true or not, but the idea that this is a fait accompli, a lot of people in baseball are not buying that. You know, last year when the Padres spent a ton of money, when the Mets were spending a ton of money, other owners uh, started this committee to study baseball economics, which was really an excuse for them to get together to talk about how come these other teams are spending so much and putting pressure on us. How about a special committee to study the athletics and, and, and as an example of tanking? Guys, they might be the worst team in the history of baseball. Oh, wow. Through wow. Saturday's games, their run differential for the first 21 games, minus 100. That's the worst since 1900. They surpassed the 88 Orioles, who were at minus 85. It's an embarrassment that Major League Baseball would let a team get to this, this level of bad, and it's going to be awful all year to see them get blown out every day. That's, uh, that's by the way, when they were completely on that track where they were, they were threatening the Cleveland Spiders, right, for the worst record of all time. Thankfully, they were able to get the plane back up just a little bit. Mark Kotze and uh, his team 
uh, a much better second half than the first half. And certainly right at the end, they're playing some pretty good baseball. But uh, yeah, I was uh, watching that whole thing go down last year. And I thought, great, all this stuff going on off the field, probably affecting what's happening on the field. And you got a bunch of kids playing and just, you know, no payroll. And it showed. All right. So that uh, that is, I think, maybe along with Ken Rosenthal and John Heyman. And we gave you back to back to back there. Uh, three of the smartest dudes you're ever going to see talk about baseball on television or on the radio. And Ryan Lance and Rockstar, the next round podcast. That's where Buster was just then. Of course, you'll find him on ESPN on a regular basis. I think I saved the best for last. Certainly uh, has been my guilty pleasure. I'm addicted to his podcast. He's quite possibly the sports media member who is closest to somebody who has walked in John Fisher and especially Dave Cavill's shoes. He's David Sampson. He's the former president of the Miami Marlins. He definitely knows his stuff when it comes to relocation, how that whole thing goes down. He was the executive vice president of the Montreal Expos when they relocated and became the Washington Nationals. So he knows how all of that works. Make sure you check out his daily show. It's called Nothing Personal with David Sampson. And it is some of the best 45 minutes that you'll ever spend in your life. DavidSampsonPodcast.com. Here is David with some of his take that he had last week, which I loved every second of. This is just a snippet. Uh, but talking about John Fisher and the way he's going about stuff lately. And David, uh, David smells a rat. But here you go. So disingenuous trying to convince the business community that the reason you haven't seen a rendering except for the piece of crap renderings that meant nothing and were totally unrealistic and done on a freaking computer by a child. I don't mean to impugn the people who actually did the renderings because my guess is the Oakland A's paid a pretty penny for those renderings. <laughs> useless. I've done a few useless renderings in my time. Don't you kid yourself. So are you with it? Are you buying it that they're waiting for the full plan? That's why you don't have your renderings. All right. Good one. Now, listen, John, when you're asked by anybody why it didn't work in Oakland, I want you to be very clear how to answer that. There are so many reasons it didn't work, but the person who's ultimately responsible is me. And that is something that I will have to take with me and have as part of my legacy for the rest of my life. He was asked why it didn't work, and he said, there are no words that I can say that are going to make people who are really upset about the team leaving feel better about the team or about me. So here's the thing. When you say that there are no words, then don't use any words. All I can say is I gave everything I had to try to make things work. Oi. Page three of the owner relocation playbook. Don't ever say I gave everything I had because if you had given everything you had, I have a news alert for you. The team would still be in Oakland and your payroll would be higher and you'd have a new facility already under construction. Don't lie to your new fan base and your new business community. It's not smart. We gave it everything I had except what it took to do a deal. Other than that, it was everything. <laughs> oh, gosh. Again, that's only just a small part of it. Uh, you got to check it out. It's available on YouTube. David Sampson, nothing personal 
Uh, always fun to watch or listen to and make sure you you check it out. He's going to stay on top of this story. And remember, he is, along with somebody else I know, one of the few who said that at the end of the day, I don't think they're moving to Las Vegas. And he almost had to say, OK, I was wrong at one point. But, it, you know, jury's still out, so we'll have to wait and see. OK, a uh, couple things I want to tell you about in our next episode. And we'll get to that in just a second. But uh, first, this is pretty cool news. Locked on sports today. It's the first 24-7, 365 days a year streaming sports network. All the big stories from all the regions around the country from people just like me. Uh, and you know what you can do? You can get into baseball. You can get into football, basketball, whatever your sport is, hockey. It's all right there. Locked on sports today. Check it out. It's on YouTube. In fact, I'll send you over there as soon as we get done here today. Okay? That's coming up in, in just a minute. Now, on our next episode, we've got some catching up to do, Lucy, and we will. Summer of Cell, the documentary. Uh, our buddies over there that have been working very, very hard at documenting this entire thing. It's like an ESPN 30 uh, for 30 on steroids. This story going all the way back to the reverse boycott. And um, we're going we're gonna to find out exactly where that movie is at this moment on our next episode. Also, what's going on with schools over stadiums? It's been a little quiet, uh, but I can tell you that's not necessarily the case. There are, there are definitely some things moving. In fact, a lot of things moving. And we'll catch up on that whole story as well. Will there be a referendum on the ballot in 2024? Will the people of Nevada be able to vote and kind of determine once and for all whether or not the Oakland A's will actually receive $380 million from the state of Nevada to build their new stadium. And then Fans Fest, February 24th, with the aforementioned Last Dive Bar and the Oakland 68s, going to be a gas. I'm pretty sure I'm going to be there. Certainly looking forward to that, and we'll get you up to date Seems like they're adding a new guest every day. So we'll we'll tell you what's going on with them, too. We'll do all of that for you on the next episode of Locked on A's, your team every day. Don't forget, we're here to make sure that whatever's going on with the A's, we get it covered. Eventually, we'll get back to what's going on on the field. Won't that be nice? But for now, that's all we got. Thanks for being here. I'm Wayne Coy. You keep on swinging.